So this is what it looks like from wow. I'm in the I'm in the I'm in the cockpit. Yeah, cockpit. <laughs> oh my god. That's what you guys the first thing you do is you put a Kenny voice on when you get in the cockpit. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news on Yahoo. Aaron Carter resurfaces rape allegations against brother. Oh yeah, because the day before he had a restraining order against his brother because he said that Aaron was trying to uh, murder his wife and his unborn child. Oh my god! Yeah, I was I was up pretty late last night. I'm not gonna lie, just going down this rabbit hole of oh, what was going on. Let's hear it. What's the rabbit uh, hole? I, I, I don't know if it's if it's for this podcast. But oh wow! Some serious family issues. I'll say this: there's a lot of family issues going around in that household, and they both need help. And I hope they get it because two great artists in their own. Way, Aaron's Dance what? Party, one of the, my favorite songs to sing to. Are you fucking and kidding me? Backstreet Boys, come on. Oh, fuck. You sure? Oh, you just found out what happened. That's why I don't use it to, that's why I don't use it to look up, I use my phone. Alright, well, I have some blank space there. For a little bit. Oh, damn, that was some good stuff too. Alright. Oh, I'm glad I got caught. <laughs> Can we fucking talk about Aaron Carter and Nick Carter? Like, oh, look at that. Oh, I went. She gets a special cologne. It's called Sex Panther by Odeon. It's illegal in nine countries. Yep. It's made with bits of real panther, so you know it's good. It's quite pungent. Oh, yeah. Ooh, it's a formidable scent. <laughs> Stings the nostrils. In a good way. Yeah. Brian, I'm going to be honest with you. That smells like pure gasoline. They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense. Well, let's go see if we can make this little kitty purr. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Who Do You Think You Are? I am. I am back. Chens, back from uh, back from old Ireland. Across the table from Puma. Connected over the phone through Skype with Matt. Uh, episode 23, our Jordan episode. Gonna, gonna hit in your face and kick you down. Nobody likes us because we're 23. I like it. Blink-182 reference. I like it. There you go. Bing, bing, bing. I like it. Yeah, well, there you go. I like it. Uh, so, so, Chenz, yeah. have you come back any more Italian or Irish when you... Uh... I definitely come back less Italian. you kidding me? I was in Ireland. Mm. I know. <laughs> Hot take here. If I had to choose any other nationality to be, it would be Irish. Oh, shit. Hot that take. Be, that might be a hot take. That's a Se- hot take right second there. That, second that. No, that's not hot. It's, I mean, listen. People people see a rivalry between Irish and Italians like as if they're they're enemies, but uh, a lot of similarities. And they're they're fucking mm-hmm. great, they're fucking great people. They they're honest. They're uh, fun. They're funny. 
It's great. They're just good time. Love them. If I had to pick another nationality, hmm, I don't even know. I never really thought about it. Think about it. Save us the end. Uh, I, I think I have Who one. We'll pick some some stupid, like, uh... Oh, I shouldn't say that. That's fucked up. Not that, <laughs> not that stupid, but you pick some random shit, like, uh... U.S. Virgin Islands? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you probably pick Cuba or something, because baseball. No, actually. Whoa, 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 hey. Oh, hey. I'm not saying anything bad. I don't think... I like wow. Cuban. Wow, well, you're gonna be racist towards the Cuban. Hispanic. Wow, He's... now we're the first multi-sport racist podcast. Okay, <laughs> that's a good label to have, Chance. Yeah. I think Cubans, Cubans are friends. We are friends. Uh, they make good cigars. I forgot that. I always. Uh, so forget... we do, huh? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I had to pick, we contribute a lot to society. Honestly, I, I'm stuck actually between two. Oh my god! All right. Okay. Let's hear it. Russian. Okay, for hockey? Yeah. Okay. Or... Czech? No. Russian? <laughs> Russian? Canadian. I thought I was answering this fucking Swedish. question. Uh, Russian or, just for the history, Egyptian? Egyptian? Wow. He wants to be a big Mosala fan, that's why. That is, that is two very opposites right there. Two big opposites. <laughs> Egyptian and Russian. All right. Well, anyway. So let's get let's get into it because we're already getting off the fringer rails. Chance comes back and fucking directs us right down a manhole. Um, Connect the dots, guys. Come on. Let's go. All right. So we are finished through week two um, of the NFL. There we go. Uh, I think it's kind of known when you say week two. Uh, week two is over and done with. Um, a lot of injuries. Um, going to be affecting a lot of fantasy outlooks coming up in the near future. Uh, a lot of teams that are already out of it and done with their seasons. I'm talking to you, Miami. Um, uh, they've been done from the fucking start, man. Um, and um, yeah, so let's dive into it. So let's talk about the quarterback position. Right, well, a lot going on. A lot going on. The news. A lot going around the quarterback position. First of all, the first first of it outside of the injuries is that the Eli Manning era seems to be over. And we touched on this a couple of weeks ago. We talked about when when would be the right time for Daniel Jones to start. And I don't think anybody else, any of us thought it would be this early. Uh, I don't think so. Nope. But Eli's look putrid. Definitely not. All right. So Puma, for those of you that don't know, is is a Giants fan. Uh, he's the only one out of us three that is. I I uh, I wouldn't say he was putrid. He's been putrid. He was bad. Yeah, but uh, all right. So this is I mean this is this is the start of the whole debate, right? Is is he that bad to bench him after two games? Were were those two losses his fault? No, okay. I mean they played a good Cowboy team, right? You know that that Cowboys look good, man. Cowboys look really good. Das- Prescott actually learned how to throw the ball. Um, okay, well, first, I'm going to call you on that because you took said a couple weeks ago, I'm taking Eli over Dak. Which oh! is just and I would still take Eli over Dak. I don't people trust don't Dak forget, Prescott for nothing. People don't forget. Matt does have a good memory, man. He well, I, but here's the thing, though. I'm I got not, the receipts. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not refuting that, and I'm not saying that... Um, I would, I'm changing my mind, but 
for calling it as it is in the first two games of this season, Dak Prescott has been a better quarterback than Eli Manning. But at the same time, I also think that if you take the whole career, Dak Prescott is not going to have the same career as Eli Manning. You're right. You have a better one. Right. I don't. I don't think so. Wow. But let's see. So Eli Manning went. No, 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 no. For so right now he's he's thrown for 556 yards, two touchdowns, two picks. Um, Who's this? Manning. Okay. Um, and he's thrown the ball a lot. He's thrown the ball about 90 times. So he was 26 for 45 against the Bills and 30 for 44 against the Cowboys. But that's also because they were out of it and they were throwing the ball. Um, See, like 30 for 44 is not terrible. It's not terrible, but the thing about Eli has been, for the last couple of years, has been, what about his, what about the offensive line? The offensive line is bad. It's bad because the offensive line is so bad. That's why he's bad. He needs time to throw the ball. Now, another thing you can look at with Eli is the receiving core is a junior varsity receiving core. No Golden Tate, Sterling Shepard's hurt. Uh, the really most offensive weapon you have is Barkley. Yeah. And you can't feed him all the time. I mean, Evan Ingram is a weapon. If, He's but, been having a good season. Yeah, he has been. But yeah, he I think, good. But at the same time, you know, I, I'm in the camp that Daniel Jones needed to get NFL minutes, um, regular season snaps um, this year. But I didn't think they would bag it two games into the season. Um you know they have a favorable a favorable matchup this week with the Bucks, um, and who knows? I think, like I said, I think it's too early. I think that you know you could have rode Eli maybe half the season and see where you were at after eight games, and if you're out of it, if you if you're two and six, one and seven, then you can turn to Daniel Jones and give him the second half of the year. But you know, as a Giant fan. You know, Eli brought us two Super Bowls. He's a legend. He should be in the Ring of Honor. Um, you know, Hall of Fame and the Hall of Fame. I think he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Um, oh. But I also think that you know, this is not the last you've seen of Eli. Everybody's calling it the end of the Eli uh, era. You know, Eli said it All himself right, before, too. Wait, before you get to seeing the end of Eli, because mm-hmm. I think I know where this is going. Let's. Put that in the back burner. All right. Well, no, I was going to talk about what Eli said to the press. Okay. You know, he said he's that he's not dying. That you know, this isn't over. That there's more to come. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Okay. But I don't know where you thought I was going with it. No, that's exactly what I thought. I thought you were going to keep elaborating on that. No, 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 no. Okay. So I want to hear what Matt has to say. So that's what I think about the whole thing as a Giants fan. Matt, what do you got? Yeah, I think. You look at the NFL these days and age, you're going to need a quarterback that's going to be able to extend the play. Mm-hmm. And Eli is probably the last quarterback, maybe him and Brady, yeah. in terms of being able to extend the play with their feet. And I think that's a big part of it. You look, because of that offensive line is not the strongest. It's a lot better than it was last year because last year was rock bottom. But you see when Eli gets pressure, he gets all panicked and he forgets what to do. And he'll either run for a loss and it away or just get blown up like he did against the Cowboys a couple times. So Daniel Jones at least gives you a little more speed, even if it's not that he's not a, a Mahomes or a Mayfield or Murray kind of quarterback. He can yeah. still move in and out of the pocket, get you extend the play a little longer, get receivers to get open, and 
give you a shot. Right now, Eli's a sitting duck back there. Yeah, he's not young like he used to be anymore. So, and and he never was a big quarterback that could run. So it's kind of double negative for him right now in terms of being old and slow and the offensive line not being good enough. Will Danny Jones do better? He put the numbers up in against the backups in preseason, but like I said, he could move around a little bit. He's going to bring a new face, see some new looks, uh, give the kid a shot. But at the same time, we say Eli's not done, but where do you go from here if you're Eli? Mm. You already lost your starting position. Unless Jones gets a injury, all of my quarterbacks, then yeah. I don't see how we start again. Because if, if Jones gets you a couple wins in a row and gets you sniffing a wild card spot, you got to ride him. Yeah. And if he falls on his face, well, you got to let him keep playing because he's a rookie. So I don't see where Eli fits in in terms of playing again this year and down the road. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm. Yeah. Don't, definitely. Both of you. Both of you are totally right. Um, Puma, I like what you said. Like, I don't think anybody saw it happening this early. My my thinking is that if if you were gonna put him in after two starts, if you're gonna start Daniel Jones after two starts, you might as well have started him from the beginning if that was gonna be the plan. And, and and let honestly let Eli go somewhere else because to me you can't have Eli back up a rookie. Um, I think that's doing him a a, dis- a disservice. But um, but we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, he is 38 years old. Yeah, but my thing is. But my my point with this whole thing was, um, I was actually just saying let the Giants ride Eli out for the rest of the season, and not even put Daniel Jones in at all. Um, well, you needed to get Jones regular season snaps, though. But did you? I think you did. I don't I, think you did. Well, it's it, it, Aaron Rodgers effect. Well, uh, yeah, I, and th- there's with two as ways- bad of an offensive line as they have, is it worth the risk of him getting lit up and possibly injured? Well, you know, it, there's two sides to that coin. There's the Aaron Rodgers effect, and there's also the effect of the fact that, you know, Sam Darnold, when he comes back from his kissing disease, will get better, will be better off because of the snaps he got. We don't know year. that. We don't know the kissing disease. Don't say that. You know, who's he kissing? Mononucleosis. But before we get into the injuries and the injury report oh, on the quarterback hold side. On, wait, wait, hold on. Eli's got one year left on his deal. Yeah, wait, wait. Hold on. I'm not done. Keep going. You were talking about the Aaron Rodgers effect. <laughs> mm-hmm. look, at, look at Mahomes, right? He did the same thing. Sat out his rookie year. He under, had regular season snaps at under, the end of his under rookie. Alex under Alex Smith. We start the last two games. It's still off off regular season snaps. Most of his start, most of the starts, the starts that mattered, were under a veteran quarterback. I, me personally, you invested a lot in Daniel Jones, sixth overall pick, right? Sixth. Mm-hmm. Is it worth? It? You're not going to the playoffs with him. Because the just the rest of the team just not there. Why risk him getting fucking? Look at Andrew Luck. He literally retired early because he was getting obliterated every fucking game. Is like it I, worth it? Honestly, no. no. I understand what you're saying. You want the regular season, but you want him to to see professional first team blitzes, defenses, whatever packages, schemes, I, all I that stuff. It. But you know what? I think there's something to be said. Watching on the sidelines, learning from a, from a veteran, have him become Eli's, you know, uh, protege. Well, they're calling him Eli 2.0. <sighs> so, so that's great, you know. But th- there's something that before we. And, but Eli didn't start right away too. 
Eli didn't start right away. Right. He was behind Warner, like we That's mentioned. Right. He did start and, his rookie year, though. Like, to Chen's point, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of quarterbacks that get destroyed, and confidence-wise, it's shot. You're not going to get that back. Yeah, it's it's a win now. What have you done for me lately? Kind of league. Right. You gotta. I, in my opinion, you ride Eli to the end of this year. Now you know your team's dog shit. There's no way you're gonna make exactly. any run. The defense is terrible. Let Eli take his hits. He loves his team. He doesn't want to go anywhere else. He's got no trade clause. He's not going anywhere. Yeah. You get your first, second pick, whatever the hell pick you're gonna get. Right. Draft the best offensive lineman you can. Yep. And build it that way. Yep. And then Daniel Johnson play. Which so I mean, at least he's got a shot. Yeah. I mean, listen, with Eli. With with Daniel Jones, they're probably still going to get a top five pick anyway. All right, it's not like Daniel Jones is going to come in here and turn turn the fucking season around for them and then go undefeated for the rest of the season, you know? And they're going to get a low draft pick. That's not going to happen. Well, that's now. Puma, you were saying he has one year left on his. Yeah, he's a free agent at the end of this year. So okay, so yeah, like he can probably ride off into the sunset. What I can see them doing, and this is just there's a couple of things I want to touch on that Matt said that I agree with. Yeah. You know, drafting offense an offensive lineman with your first round pick this pri- year. I think that's priority I think, number one. I think that's priority number one. I think second, you know, he, or or if depending on who's available, right? Sometimes you have to take the best available, right? So defensive lineman, that too. Defensive lineman, uh, maybe a corner, secondary help. The secondary is terrible. I think. If they can, a get linebacker. Pressure, they can get somebody who's going to apply pressure to the quarterback. Which they haven't had since Tuck and Yumiura right. left. Or draft somebody who's going to protect the quarterback. I think that those should be their focus. Yes, yeah, and I agree with all that. With and it. another thing Matt said is, which he hit the nail on the head, is that this is a mobile quarterback league. Look at all the quarterbacks that are superstars in this league. Well, They're all mobile. It's not, it's not more so like a mobile. It's just... Yeah, they, can extend the, they can extend yeah, the play. They can yeah. they can get out of the yeah, pocket. Mobile's good because running quarterback. You know, not, like, not, I'm not talking like like a Colin Kaepernick yeah, type. Yeah, yeah, I'm no, talking no. about like a Russell Wilson type yeah. of quarterback. Now, well, how did he do for you last week? <laughs> how did he do for you last week? Russell Wilson? Yeah. I don't have him. I thought you drafted him. No, I did not. I missed him. Oh, that was, fuck. That's right. That was a plan. I was like, yo, get Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. He fucking lit it up last yeah, week. Yeah, he did. Shit. I mean, but I have Tom Brady, so I'm not complaining. But, so... Outside of the Eli Manning, Daniel Jones trade-off, I guess you can call it, to see what happens. You know, what I can see them doing with Eli at the end of the year is he's not going anywhere. He's a giant for life. I think he's going to retire at the end of the year. You think so? I think so. Wow. Um, wow. You know, but I also think that if they are out of it and they are, let's just say, 4 and, and 11 or four and ten, you give Eli that last game as a starter, just to let him ride off into the sunset with a last start. That would be nice. That's what I think they should do, but you know I don't know what Eli's thinking. I don't know if he still got some left in the tank. And what bothers me is that about Eli is that all summer you've heard Eli's got his arm looks stronger than ever. He's got more zip on the ball. He looks better. We've been hearing that for the last couple of years, and then after two games you bench him. You know, it's kind of condescending and kind of like polar they, opposite. They knew what they were. They knew they wanted to do this. I feel like they, they just waited for him. But to you know what though? Enough so they can do it. But you know what though? They handled it the right way compared to last time with fucking McAdoo and fucking Geno Smith. Oh my god, that okay. was the the this dumbest why thing I've ever seen. They probably sat down with Eli. Gettleman sat down. They all sat down in a room and said, "Listen, we want to go with the kid. You know, we're going to do this the right way." We're not going to embarrass you. We're not going to come out and say, oh, you can start half the game and then take you out. This is what we want to do. And Eli's a team guy and is a leader, and he's taking it the way he should be taking it. No. 
I I was thinking about this. I, I was like, wow. So because this is a good segue into our next half of this is that around the league quarterbacks have been dropping like like flies. You got Big Ben's out season, right? He's done. You uh, Tommy John. Uh, non contact, non contact injury. Bre- uh, Breeze out for six. Out for six. Out for six. Um, but they might put him on it long term, which is eight. Okay. Uh, who else is is uh, uh, Foles in Jacksonville? He's Foles out. was week one, broken collarbone. He's not back till week eleven. Uh, Sam Darnold's got yeah, mono. It's temporary though. I'm talking. I'm thinking like big. Big. What I'm um, going with this is like. It, what happened to Trevor Simeon? Is what happened to his ankle? Did what they uh, say? I think he's done. Just. He's done because I, he's done for the year. Is it a broken ankle and is it his knee disgusting. and ankle or is it disgusting. just his ankle? It, it's I don't want to revisit it because it was that gruesome injury. That that's the that's the ankle injury he's got. It's don't show it again on replay because you might vomit. Oh, uh, well, so. when they showed it, when they used, I mean, when you when they showed it again in slow mo, the back view of it, mm-hmm. his ankle just yeah. like collapsed like an accordion. <sighs> but he was holding yeah. his knee I, though. I get, well, oh, God. I let an audible all, like your ankle scream. muscle, the back of it, it connects up by your knee, like the Achilles tendon. Yeah, so if that that insertion point probably snapped off his fucking knee or some shit. You know, it, well, it's okay. Well, here, here's the thing now. now. Oh. What team out of all the teams that have lost a quarterback? Now we're pretty much talking about Big Ben, right? And Breeze. What team is more in trouble? Well, so where I was going with this demanding thing is like, why don't the Steelers give the Giants a call? Be like, yo. Well, this kid let me, Rudolph. Let me, let me get. Let me get Eli. The, no, I know he's the kid not. Rudolph. Exactly. Is like, they're yeah. high on him. Yeah. And he didn't look that bad last week no, when he came in. But now Bridgewater, he, the Bridgewater looked worse. How long ago? Did how many years into the league is is Rudolph Matt? This is his second year. He got drafted last year. Okay. He's, sat the whole year. He sat the whole year. Under yeah, of course under Big, Big Ben played under Big Ben. Well, Big Ben is still a competent quarterback. He's better than you know. He was better than Eli. Just saying, you know this guy. This guy Kyle Rudolph was. But you also, but before Matt, before Matt, before Matt, before Matt jumps down my throat and says, "Oh, you'd rather have Big Ben over Dak Prescott." Big Ben had Antonio Brown, had Le'Veon Bell, James Conner, Vance McDonald, Juju Smith-Schuster, like the 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 weapons. Juju Smith-Schuster. He had. He had weapons up the fucking ass. Don't forget, you know, in his early years when he won Super Bowls. Yeah, you know, Jerome did the fucking bus. By the way, that bus, the bus commercial of him playing flag football is absolutely hysterical. It is great. It's great. Yeah, but you know, I think that the Saints are more in trouble. I don't think so because, well, (laughs) the thing about the Saints, and maybe because I'm looking at this from a fantasy perspective, you know. Guys who've drafted Juju, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, me, I have Alvin Kamara, that, you know, you're looking at these guys you drafted in the first round, and all of a sudden now, you know, you're looking at guys who you might not start, or you're actually considering sitting because of the quarterback. I think you gotta give Teddy Bridgewater a full week to prepare. There was no way he was gonna get the first team snaps and practice who sees an injury like that happening you know look even Simeon Simeon was getting scout team snaps and it showed yep. uh, yeah. you got I think Bridgewater especially the division they're in the South is for the Saints to win uh-huh. the Steelers are in big trouble that defense is not what it used to be oh no even, even, not, with, Fitz, not, even uh, with Micah Fitzpatrick going over there that, it, look it's a good trade I like that trade I think if you get first round talent for first round pick you gotta take it but 
one guy's not going to solve the whole defensive issue that they have. Right. Right. They have they and look the Ravens look really really good. Yes. The Browns put together they're going to be tough to beat. The Bengals we're not talking about the Bengals, but you look at the South. Yes, the Falcons beat the Eagles. The Panthers lost the Bucks. Who, who the Bucks aren't scaring me at all. No, even with Bruce Arians there, James forgets what team he's on when he throws in the pocket. So. <laughs> The Saints are there. They're a bad play away from going to the Super Bowl. Their team's built to win. They'll be fine. Speaking Dave of the Bridgewater Saints, is a veteran. He's been there before. He's going to be okay. Speaking yeah. of the Saints, how how fucking shitty is your luck that you get fucked? In the last three games you've played, the referees have fucked you every time. Twice against the Rams because that was a fumble and that should have been a touchdown. All right, but oh yeah, hundred percent. Yes, I agree. It was, but. Is, was that a deciding uh, factor in the game? Well, it could have been because they would have went into the into the locker room with a lead. That wasn't yeah, it changed the whole thing around. No, they they were yeah know. they were tied when it happened. No, no, it yeah, was only a three three game. They would have been up ten three going into the locker room. They were that the was Saints right before the half. Yeah, hmm. that's a sweet. Yeah. That's a huge play. I don't know. It's a huge play. You know, mate. No swing. You know, granted. Granted, you don't know what happens with the Breeze injury and if they score after that. Todd Gurley looks pretty good. But he looked like his Todd, self. Todd Gurley, though, is not the power all down back that he used to no, be. No, 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 no. He's definitely on the pitch what, count. But that's what they're doing that on purpose. You know, Malcolm not, Brown not, has seen yeah. a lot of... They're not running him every single down. You know, as, you know what? As they shouldn't. You know, He's their best offensive uh-huh. player. Cooper Cup, man, showing no effects of that knee injury. Yeah, he's looking good, but it, it all starts with Gurley. If Gurley can't can't make any uh can't be productive, then that pass action that play action doesn't work. So this is a great segue because we have our since fantasy football season is in full swing and the three of us are big fantasy football players. Take this off for a second. Um we're gonna do a new segment called Stardom and Sit'em. So we're going to talk about some guys that we're going to talk about either you should start them for the week or if you should sit them for the week. And the pride, this is a good segue with Gurley is because Gurley is turning into a, was a, I had Gurley two years ago in 2017 when he went off. And you won that year, correct? And I had him and I had McCoy and they went off. And if it wasn't for Gurley, I wouldn't have won. Useful. But, but Gurley was a monster. He would. He had touched. Had twenty five touches. He was on. He was goal line, third down, everything. Now he goes from a number pure number one to a running back two, where he's touchdown dependent. What? He's touchdown no, dependent. No. Even in in a standard no. league, he's touchdown dependent, and in a PPR league, he could get you some receptions and he can get you some yards. But he's touchdown dependent now. Uh, it depends on what the game flow is too, because I do agree he is on on the quote unquote touch count, pitch count, whatever you want to say. He is. There's drives that whole game where he, he wasn't even featured or looked at. It was all Brown, but when push comes to shove, when you need those those tough yards and tough sliding, he'll be there. He'll be getting the touches, and he's always got that home run potential. Even though he might fall in the one and, and screw your fantasy team over, he did was it last year two years ago? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like looking at his looking at his his workload so far through two weeks. Yep. What do we got? He's got thirty attempts. Okay. He's got one hundred and sixty yards and thirty attempts. 
So he's got one touch, run rushing touchdown. He's averaging five yards a carry, which is good, which is still very good. He's got very healthy. He's got five targets for four. He's got four receptions on five targets and eighty yards. So that's he made a lot on those four. Top and he's four. got no receiving touchdowns. Um, you know, he put up in a half point PPR. He put up nine and a half points against the Panthers and thirteen and a half points against the Saints. He went 63-1, and three for seventy. Uh, for against the Panthers, they were that whole offense was was just not so themselves. He's got a favorable matchup this week against the Browns. I would start him against the Browns, a hundred percent. That he's a start, an automatic start. But when you start looking at teams like the Seahawks, who are ranked six against the running backs, Tampa Bay, who's ranked two against running backs. You, if you got a better option on your bench, which you might not have, but if you do, it's it's a it's a conversation. All right, so let's talk about our personal teams. Uh, we're going to ask each other some stardom or sit situations. Mm-hmm. We all have uh, some questionable decisions to make here. Um, Puma, I'll start with you. What do we got? So I got a couple. Just give us one. Uh, Joe Mixon or Frank Gore? Okay. So we got Joe Mixon or Frank Gore. Give us who's playing who. Uh, what are the, who's doing what this year? Because I, I don't know anything about either. Okay, so Joe Mixon um, is against the Buffalo Bills. Um, so far this season hasn't done much. Hasn't done much. He's got playing, playing each other. They're playing. They're playing each other. The Bills in Cincinnati oh, are playing each other. Yeah, that's right. So it's polar opposite. The Bills are very stingy against the run, and the Cincinnati defense is like Swiss cheese, but. He's scored in two games. He scored five and a half fantasy points. Oof. He has 17, wait, 17 wait, wait, wait. five and a half points through two through two because he got hurt in week one, and he was fifty percent in week two. Oof. He's got seventeen rushing attempts for twenty seven yards, no Oof. touchdowns, eight reception, uh, eight targets, five receptions for sixty three yards. Okay. So, do you start him or Frank Gore, who is? Going to start, most likely. Devin Singletary is out with a hamstring injury. Didn't oh. practice today. Oh. So, he, in two games, is average. He's average. He's got 30 fantasy points. Um, He's got, no, I'm sorry, 16 fantasy points. He's got 30 rushing attempts for 80 yards. Hmm. Hold on. Phone's bugging out here. I hate no this. No need. No need. I hate this I'm app. going gore. Start gore. Sit Nixon. I would wait to see if Singletary's definitely out because if he's playing, he's going to see some of those touches. And I do think the Bills should win, so they'll have the better game flow for the running backs. But Nixon's still the the running back there, uh, even if he is a little banged up. And I think it's a wait and see. But if, if Singletary's out, I'll agree, go with Gore. If Singletary's in, uh, he's looked a lot better than Gore has. Uh, just looking at, you know, runs, uh, rushes per attempt. You know, he had nine point five per attempt. Gore had three point six. Yeah. So. But also, here's the other question: more the home run hitter, and he he should be the guy going forward. But like you said, if if he's out, I think you go with Gore. Well, here's the question about Singletary, though. Even if he does play, you know, is he playing at a hundred percent? Because it's a hamstring. We're talking about a hamstring here, so it's he needs that to run. So if he's on a pitch count, you know, Gore's still going to see, even with Singletary playing the majority of that game against the Giants, Gore's still got 19 attempts. 
Right. Uh, it would it is it possible that the Bills can get out to such a big lead that the Bengals would have to play catch up, therefore they abandoned the run. And that's what's been going on the last couple of weeks. Right. You know. Right. That's what I'm saying about the game flow. The yeah. Bengals are going to be passing a lot, and that's why Dalton is leading the league right now in yards. You know, I I think that, and I also the thing about the thing about um, Mixon that's kind of kind of given me some um, what's the word I'm looking for? Some doubt is that he's also second week removed from a ankle injury, and he wasn't a hundred percent last week. So he's going to be a little bit better this week. He's going to have a full week of practice this week. But is it, do you want a sleeper in Mixon who could go off or a steady dose of Gore who could, you know, maybe give you, let's just say 13, 13 attempts for 60 something yards, a couple, maybe, maybe a touchdown on the goal line. Cause he's going to see goal line touches and a couple of receptions, you know, Personally, I'm leaning towards Gore, but I'm also, like you said, looking at the injury report and seeing what's going on with Singletary. But Singletary did not practice today. Yeah, I think you got to see both. You got to follow both of them. Who's practicing in, in terms of Singletary and Mixon, and really see what their workloads are like and outlook is that for that because that, that's definitely a monitor. That might be a Sunday, twelve fifty, right before kickoff to determine who you're going with. Yeah, I mean they're. From what I'm seeing, I think that if Singletary doesn't practice Friday, I think that there's a good chance he's not going to play. So, because... And even even so, like, if you look at Singletary's numbers last week, he only had a couple of rushing attempts, and he did a lot of his damage in the passing game. He's not going to be a... He's not a, a between-the-tackles type runner. He's more of like a girly type, kind of, on the outside. He, he's better outside of the tackles. You know, and Gore is more of a bruiser. Gore, even 36-year-old, ageless wonder. You know, like I said, it's... And also, the thing about Gore is that he's going up against the worst defense in in the league. So, if he could get some points in the first half, and then they start throwing in TJ Yeldon, and that's another reason why they might sit Singletary for the week and give him the extra week, because of the fact they're playing Cincinnati. Well, I think it's dependent on, on where where the other guys. So are at. right now, there's so. three of us. If you gun to your head right now, you start in Gore Mixon. Gore. So one vote for Gore, Matt. If it's right now, I'm saying Mixon just because he's RB one. Say Mixon. So we're split down the middle. Now, who do you got? Right now, I could see a case for both. Right now, ba- based on based on. Pick. I'm getting to you it. See, you ever see Deer Hunter? The mm. the, the, the fucking uh, uh, was it the, the Russian roulette with the bullet in the fucking chamber? Mm. One bullet. Mm-hmm. The the Vietnamese guys got Robert De Niro and uh, Christopher Walken <laughs> locked up as prisoners of war in a fucking Vietnamese hut. And Christopher Walken has a gun to his head and he's not he's not pulling the trigger. And they're just like, come to mount, mount, mount. And there's our Spartacus moment. Um, Spartacus. <laughs> um, I can see a case to start in both of them. If I had to pick tonight, I'm picking Gore. Okay, great. Glad, so, glad you had to elaborate so much in your answer. So I have another another stardom situation. situation. Spread the love, man. We were going to get to everybody. I said I had a few. 
Um, no more than two. Come on. Larry Fitzgerald or John Ross? Who the fuck? Fitzgerald. All right, I'm putting Fitzgerald. I don't even know who the fuck John Ross is. You don't know who the fuck He's John Ross is? He's on the Bengals. He's on the Bengals. Oh, sorry. I don't know the wide receiver on a bangle on the Bengals. Dude, he's, he's one really of the fast. he's one of the hottest waiver wire pickups in the league in all leagues. No one even know about him. Okay, so John Ross is John averaging Ross is sounds averaging like, sounds like a southern like uh, fucking John Ross is averaging twenty eight fantasy points a game. That's gonna cool off. Okay, he's he score he's. For against the Seahawks, he went for 158 on seven receptions and two rush, two receiving touchdowns. Against the Niners, he went four for eight and he went 112 yards for a touchdown. John Ross. John Ross. He was a first round overall pick, and last year he had a case of the drops, and this year apparently he's had like a renaissance. John Ross the third. So are Someone's you starting? Are you starting Larry Fitz or are you starting John Ross? I'm going Larry Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald? Yeah. So Fitzgerald yeah. against... Also, if you saw that one of the touchdowns that he scored against the Seahawks was lucky as hell. It bounced off the defender's hands and went right to him. Hey, it's, it's a fantasy touchdown. I'll I'm take going, it. No, I, I know that. But I'm going, I'm going Fitz, Fitzgerald, because... no commodity. Fitz against the Panthers or Ross I'm against I'm the Bulls? I'm going Fitz because I know what to expect from Fitz. You know. Reliable. And now, he's and he's one of Ky- and he's one of Kyler Murray's favorite targets. Yeah, I mean, like he, he's been doing well, and I I have to I have to admit when you drafted him, I was I was like, about to bring that up. I was gonna say, what the <laughs> fuck you doing? You know, not that he's not that he's not gonna be productive, but you know he's not what he used to be. He's not putting up huge numbers, but in fact, he's actually doing pretty well this year. But because of his consistency and his ability to produce solid numbers week after week, I go Fitz. He's put up two back to back hundred yard games. And he's getting, he's gotten 13 and 11 targets in the first two games. He's going to get targets. Yes. You know, he would have had more, he would have had more points last week. He only had five receptions on 11 targets. But the good thing about Fitz is that they look for him, once they get into the red zone, they're looking for him in the end zone. He's their first option in the end zone. So, you know, all right. So I'm, all right, I agree. Fitz, I'm starting Fitz. All right. Great. So, boring you here, Chance? Huh? Sorry about that. We're, bo- we're, we're boring, boring him. him. Yeah, that, that was a that was a boring stardom sit him. All right, uh, my stardom sit him for my reigning champs team, the Shaun of the Dead. Oh, what's your record so far? Flex, yeah. Uh, I'm one and one. I lost the first week. I'm I'm fucking pissed. Uh, shout out, Mean Dean. Uh, your kicker sucked week one, bro. Matt Bryant got me zero fucking points, and. The Houston defense, you suck. Got me zero points the first week. I had two fucking starters give me zero points. I lost by like ten. Yeah, no, I lost by four in the first week because of oh. the fucking Denver because of oh. the Denver defense. That sucks. All Denver needed to do was give me a five spot. That's all they had oh. to do. And they gave me a zero against Jeez. the fucking Raiders. Jesus. And why remember when I drafted them? I said, Oh, they got the Raiders. That's a good matchup. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so my my problem here is tight end. Do I start Vance McDonald or what's this guy's first name? Let's see. TJ Hawkinson. Well, Hawkinson had a good first week and he was kind of, he disappeared last week. week. He disappeared last week. McDonald had a shitty first week, had an amazing second week. My thing is this. My, uh, right now I have McDonald in the starting spot. 
Um, I always view younger quarterbacks and inexperienced quarterbacks tend to really rely on their tight end as like a, a safety valve. So I, f- I figure, okay, he's going to go, uh, what's his name? Rudolph. He's going to go to McDonald's. Brindle's Reindeer. Brindle's Reindeer, exactly. Um, he's going to go to McDonald's a lot just because uh, he's a safety blanket, you know? Kind of like a Heath Miller of the Steelers, you know? So that's, that's my theory. That's what I got. So... I agree with the uh, the tight end with the rookie quarterback combo. Uh, I remember even like with Sanchez when he was a rookie, he was going to Keller all the time and really helped him. And the I same- think uh, I think you go with with uh, McDonald because he is rated generally higher in terms of what he's supposed to be doing. Right. I mean, I think that rating goes also to the fact that you know they were supposed to have a higher octane offense, but. Uh, he will be, I think, a safety valve. They'll look to shut down Schuster Smith and, and look to challenge Rudolph to try and beat them. And if he can withstand the blitz and, and check down to McDonald, especially to PPR, I think that would be the better option. Yeah. Not taking anything for Hawkinson because I think he's going to be a beast of a tight end. Yeah. Uh, it takes a little while sometimes for rookie tight ends to, to get going. Yeah, I mean, and Matt, you know, Matt Stafford slings that shit. So I don't think getting catches for him would be an issue. Although last week was really concerning, I don't know what the fuck happened there. Um, but I agree. I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be a beast. And in this keeper league, for me, if he can have a good season, I might try and keep him. And I would lose like my second to last round pick. I think I got him or third to last round, something like that. So nice, Puma. So Puma's doing research on Hawkinson. Looking at the numbers here. Oh, by the way, the matchup. Uh, did you see the matchup? Oh. Uh, Niner, P- Pittsburgh Niners and Eagles Lions. Right. So tough either one. Like you, you don't feel comfortable about each. So right now Vance McDonald is a limited participant in practice. Oh yeah, that was another, that was another big thing. That McDonald's so, questionable. So he's right now got a back problem. Um. You know, I agree with with the whole rookie quarterback using the tight end as a security blanket. Um. I rode Jack Doyle two years ago because Brissett just loved throwing at him. You know, he had that one big year, and now all of a sudden Jack Doyle's like, you know, the poor, you know, playing second fiddle to Delaney Walker. But with the limited practice, I think you have to wait to see what the injury things are. Um, you know, the the Niner defense is an up-and-coming defense. Yeah. Um, you know, they're ranked 40, 14th against the tight end position. Um and the Eagles with Hawkinson. Hawkinson did disappear um, last week after having a big first week. Um, the the um, Eagles are ranked 20th against the um, the tight end position, 30. But here's another here's a key thing: is that they're ranked 31 against the pass. So they're one of the worst in the league against the pass. So last week. You know, he only saw three targets against a Chargers defense who's ranked ninth against the tight end position. So you had a good defense against the tight end position. So I think it's more of a toss-up. Um, if if 
McDonald is limited next in the next couple of days. I would lean towards Hawkinson. Um, the matchup is more favorable. Um, and Stafford likes to throw the ball. But also, if it's kind of like a Joe Mixon situation where if he plays, is he at 100%? And, you know, do you want to risk, you know, low value when Hawkinson can go off and he's healthy? So I say, I say sit McDonald and start Hawkinson. Wow. Okay. All right, Matt. You're up. So it's kind of the, it's the same player, two different leagues. So for me, the, the guy that I'm debating starting my flex is has been Tariq Cohen. And PPR beast, and these are both PPR leagues, okay. but doesn't really get many touches on the ground. So it's either Tariq Cohen versus this uh, – Washington Redskins on Monday night or Emmanuel Sanders versus Green Bay. And the problem I'm having is I sat Sanders the first two weeks and it was a big problem because Sanders has been crazy. He's, he's gotten, he's ranked right now 11th in Yahoo and he's gotten uh, 19.6 and 20.8 points in the first two weeks. He's got 16 catches for 184 yards and two touchdowns plus a two point conversion. So he's been really that the injury he's had with the Achilles is a thing of the past. It looks like he's really come on uh, the way he used to, and he's looking great. Now, Tariq Cohen is is very much a uh, boomer bust type player, yeah. and I feel like with Trubisky struggling, he could get the, these checkdowns, but they just haven't come. And I'm really getting frustrated with him because he did get a lot of uh, checkdowns the first game. Okay. You know, he got eight catches, 49 yards, but... Last game, he only had four rushing attempts for 18 yards and two catches for seven yards. So he really screwed the bed there. Oof. So who's Denver playing? Denver's playing Green, Green Bay. Bay. That's the thing. Green Bay's got a really good defense this year. Yeah. But they could be they could be playing catch up. The Broncos aren't strong, and and if uh, they got to throw the ball, Flacco's got to throw the ball around. He'll be looking for uh, does. number ten. He does. But yep. all, but also though. That's their top target, and they're going to be putting their top corner on Sanders. So Cortland Sutton might have a big game because of that, if they're passing the ball. But he, I mean, Fal- Fal- Falco looks for him. You know, he saw eleven targets in the first game, thirteen targets in the second game. <laughs> that's what we need. That's what we need a fucking soundboard, man. Mike K, Michael K show. They always have like fuck ups on the on the soundboard. Uh-huh. Was the Falco. The Falco, yeah. You just drop that Falco, like like Lick Reka will call someone the wrong name and they'll just play that over. Oh, like over when again. Pete when uh, Rosenberg said um, Tom Bledsoe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but um, Joe Falco. Back to what I was getting because now I've lost my place, asshole. Um, Tyreek Tyree Cohen Tyree Cohen is going against a more favorable matchup. Um, that defense, um, Washington Washington goes against is one of the worst against the pass, along with against the run. So it's a more favorable matchup with Cohen. And plus, Sanders is limited also in practice. I. I actually disagree. I think uh, I would start Sanders over Cohen um, only because I, I don't feel comfortable with these reception-dependent running backs. They only use Ty- uh, Tariq Cohen for um, catching passes, really. They don't really rush him a lot. 
Um, if it's not there, it's not there. If like you were saying, boomer bust. If when he goes off, it's big time production. But then you have a week like last week where it's a total dud. Uh, Puma, though, I definitely agree with you that Emmanuel Sanders is going to be focused on against a good defense, so it's going to be hard. But hopefully Joe Flacco can pass it around enough to Sutton, to Deshaun Hamilton, and to Emmanuel Sanders enough where it's going to open up some opportunities for Emmanuel Sanders. And I think he's he's enough of a veteran where he's going to, he's going to know how to create his own space and get the looks that he needs to get in order to produce. Right. Now, the other one that I had to dovetail off that was my other league, Terry Cohen or Josh Gordon. And Josh Gordon had a decent first game, yeah. and then the second game just wasn't as featured because it was a blowout. Yeah. And this mm. game against the Jets, unfortunately, right. has blowout written all over there's it. More, there's more written to it, though, than just that. It's the fact that Antonio Brown now is there, and there's just... Not in, there's one ball and not enough time to distribute the ball. Yeah, but I think with that, Antonio Brown becomes the number one. Josh Gordon is the number two. No, Julian Edelman is the number two. And you have James White and Sony Michelle and Rex Burkhead, and they're yeah, tight ends. Are... Oh, sorry. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. It's not. It's not three cone in that league. It's uh, Devontae Freeman. Devontae Freeman or Josh. Or Gordon? Josh Gordon. That's a yeah. tough one. That's tough. Because Freeman's, Freeman's not... Freeman's playing the Colts, but hasn't looked good at all. Right. And Josh Gordon, like we, we were talking about, great first week, pretty shitty second week. So this is, you're looking at a flex spot. Oh, man. Right. It's tough. So is there anybody else you can play other than those two? <laughs> uh, I can go our boy uh, Miles Sanders, which I don't think I will. No. no. Sterling Shepard, but he's coming off that concussion, which he might not even play. Uh, Terrell Williams, who's been playing really well with Derek. I Martin would start Terrell Williams. Guy. Yeah, I was. That was you know. If you had a, Brown, but I'm but not 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 playing Brown until he gets more touches than Gurley. If there's three, if between those three, between Gordon Freeman and Williams, I'm starting Williams. Williams is a clear number one. Um, you don't have to worry about. Anybody taking the targets away from him? Uh, Devontae Freeman hasn't been Devontae Freeman. Um, you know, I think that'll come. I think, you know, he's still getting back into the swing of things after all those injuries. But I think that Terrell Williams has proven in the last two weeks that he's going to be a consistent start. So I'm saying Williams. I don't even care about the matchup. I think it's Williams. But he is, they, like, they are playing the Vikings in Minnesota. And he's doing with a hip pointer, so he's questionable. Okay. I I actually like Josh Gordon. I got Josh Gordon there right now, but it's going to be a very fluid between the three of these guys. And, yeah, figure out where I'm going to go. Right. Edelman becomes the second option, but Edelman is still like a slot guy. Right. When you're going to look at downfield making bigger plays, you check Antonio Brown. Nope, not there. Josh Gordon, there he is. Boom. Right. I think he can. But I, I think he's he's definitely still got it. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, that worries me. A lot of guys to choose for a lot of mouths to feed. So, but I, I like it better than if it's Gordon or Freeman. I would take Gordon. But if you could not start one of them and stay away from both of them, I would stay away from them. All right. So, or I could pick up Robinson because I realize he's still on. Uh, he made it through waivers. The guy from Kansas City. Oh, get him, dude. 
You want yeah. I, I, if you if if there's anybody that's available in in the Kansas City offense, you want them. Obviously, yeah, I, except I, for the running backs. I, thought, I forgot. I thought I was going to put a waiver card, but I, now I have so many receivers. I'm going to try and trade some. Because yeah. my, my top three are Hopkins, Julio, and Cup. So I don't really need like a... It's like uh, it's like when you play guitar and you load up on wood trade that shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I laid up, I lay in that wooden brick so I could just build roads for days. Yeah. But, yeah. You know. I, I got this schmuck at quarterback, too. I don't know if you heard him. Dak Prescott, he's, he's doing okay for me, so. <laughs> yeah, and he's going to be fine this week, too, because he's playing a freshman team. Yeah. So... You know, that's the thing. If you got Cowboys, start the Cowboys. Every Cowboy you have, start them. Randall Cobb, um, especially now that Michael Gallup is out. You know, you got yeah. Randall Cobb is very valuable. Uh, Kamari Cooper, Zeke, um, Jason Witten. Jason Witten, coming back after missing a year, is a viable fantasy option. Yeah. Who would have dunk, dunked it? And, but, and that t- the team name is is just been rebranded. Uh, this is breaking news. It happened uh, yesterday. They've been changed from what's what are we from, from Big Baller Brand to the Bad Guys, and it's a picture of Thanos and Razor Ramon because they are the bad guys. Oh, oh my God! I'm glad you. I'm glad you said. <laughs> I'm glad you said Thanos. I got a quick story. Yeah. One of my second graders. He has a he has a really high pitched voice, so I know it's him whenever he's telling a story. He's like telling the story to a kid. But he, it sounds like he's screaming. He's just talking so fucking loud, and he's like, "I'm the tallest in the in the class. I'm gonna be taller than this kid's dad. He's like, he's so big. He's like, he's like Thanos." And I was like, I just thought about every Thanos, uh, Thanos verse. Uh, fuck, big don't chungus. do it. Big chungus. Don't do it. Yep. Don't do it. <laughs> so moving on. That. That's our fan- that's our fantasy that. stardom and sit em. By the way, side note, watched Avengers for the first time ever on the plane from going to Which Ireland. one? I watched The Avengers, the first one. I watched uh, Ultron. And then I, Age of Ultron? Yeah. And then uh, that was it because then they had Endgame there, but I realized... You have to watch a, Fanity, yeah, there's, Infinity there's, War. There's, yeah. But you know what's funny though? You have to watch all the films because yeah, they're so all then interconnected. Watched, right, so then I watched... Iron Man. Iron Man 1 and 2. I started. I might have even done 3. Uh, a lot of time on these planes. You can watch a lot of fucking movies. Captain yep. America. Didn't watch Captain America. Those but are I, good. Then I, I looked at the official list and order. All right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start that. Good. So then we can actually talk about it. Yeah, I've never seen any of them. And the Yankees are still alive. Still in it. Still in it. Um. So let's let's... Transition here. So that was our new fantasy stardom and cinema segment. I uh, hope we helped out a little bit with if you had some of the same predicaments that we were in. Um, let's talk baseball. Um, about 14 games left in the regular season. Um, the Yankees are a win, a, a win away or a Tampa Bay Ray loss away from clinching the East. Uh, they're still fighting with the Astros for the best record in the American League. And the Dodgers are still there hanging around for the best record in the major leagues. Um, wild card races are close. Matt and I spent a lot of time on this um, last week. And um, what do you guys think? Jens, we didn't get your opinion. What do you got? What do you think of the, the wild card races? I think it's wild. I don't, Jens, do you even know what the wild card races are right now? Yeah, 
I know the National League's, I know <laughs> National League's tight, but I know the AL's tighter. Uh, we've got Indians are in the mix, right? The A's are in the mix. Rays, it, Rays are in the mix. Yes. So right now, in the American League, you, you got know what the. Just happened? I was the I was a student talking in the back of class or sleeping. And Mr. Puma tried calling me out to catch me off guard. Yes, what the, yes, what did yes. I just say? What's the assignment? I'm like, read up on chapter five of Lincoln. Okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so right now you got the if season were to end today, um, Oak, the game would be in Oakland. They're two and a half games up on Cleveland and Tampa Bay, who are both tied with the same record um, for the second spot in the wild card, uh, 89 and 63. Um, so there's a lot of tension going on there. In the uh, American in the National League wild card, the Washington Nationals are up a game on the Chicago Cubs um with Milwaukee also tied. So we have a three-way tie in both leagues in the wild card. So we'll see what happens. Milwaukee is 9 and 1 in their last 10 without Yelich. Without Yelich, um Chicago's taking care of business at home. Uh they're 6 and 4 in their last 10. And Rizzo hasn't been there, right? And Rizzo's been out with an ankle injury but he's they said it's short term and hanging out hanging just done for the season right he's done yes yeah, yeah, just done um and on the outside looking in are the new york mets at three and a half out and the philadelphia phillies who are four out so and then you got the diamondbacks who are five out so i, I mean i don't think phillies diamondbacks are making it or the mets Or the Mets. Yeah. Come on, Mets. The Mets are making the, Mets, the fucking uh, playoffs, kind of dude. shot themselves in the foot with I, the... I think so, too. They, They're both... they, had to, they had to take uh, all three from the Rockies. They won two out of three. Yeah. They could come back win today. Alonso's uh, slowly creeping up on that judge record, which I think a lot of Mets fans are going to be uh, watching intently to see if he can overtake the rookie record. But I think they had too many bad losses at the beginning of the year. You know, They, they played really well down the stretch, but I think it's a little... Yeah. Too little, too late for them. Too little, too late. Yep. You know. But, by the way, speaking of Cubs, I, I know I texted this in one of our group texts, but did you guys see you Darvish last night? Oh. First yeah, 12 man, outs, 11 strikeouts. It was insane. filthy. But that's the thing. The thing about you Darvish is he's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. One night you'll get that, and then the next night he can't get out of the first inning. You know, right. he's very inconsistent. Tanaka, too. You know, Tanaka. But Tanaka, though, I trust Tanaka in the postseason. I don't trust you, Darvis, in the you postseason. Stephen A. talk about Masahiro Tanaka on his radio show? No, but it's probably amazing, and I should watch it. <laughs> no. Dude, he, he, he always says it like this. He goes, the Yankees had Masahiro Tanaka <laughs> on the mound. He always says it like that. I'm like, this fucking guy is crazy. <laughs> you know, um, like I said, you know, with the wild card race, the way it's stretching out, you know, with the Yankees losing tonight, um, you know, gives the Astros a chance to take the take the best record in the American League away from them, or a tie because they're tied right now. Um, they're up two one right now in the top of the seventh inning against the Texas Rangers. Uh, Texas has got a runner on third with one, with two outs right now, um, and the Yankees can still clinch the East tonight. We're recording on Thursday. Tampa lost, right? Uh, Tampa and the Dodgers what, are tied Wednesday, at three Wednesday. right now. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. I'm sorry. We keep recording on Thursday. We're not recording on Thursday because it's my mom's birthday tomorrow. Shouts to Mrs. Puma on the B-Day. So, um, 
You're taking her out to dinner. Taking her out to a nice seafood dinner. Oh, shit. Joku might need surgery. I have him on my other team. Fuck. So, um, but yeah, so baseball's got two weeks left. Um, to go back to what Chen said, um, that wild card game might be in Oakland. And I know you are a prominent believer in possibly avoiding Oakland and not having the best record. Uh, Do you still feel that way? No, I don't. I don't. I I hear what you're saying. I agree with you, Poom. I'd rather have home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Especially because, you know, more likely than not, you'll meet Houston in the championship series. And you'll want home field against them. You know, even um, though, but e- even though the Yankees have I owned Minnesota, comfortable. Oh, I'm not worried about Minnesota. That's who they would play if they didn't get the best record. They'd play yeah, Minnesota. No, no, no. But I, mean, I just uh, the A's, man. You know, the A's. Here's the thing: the A's had a lead. The last time they were in the wild card game happen? was 2015 against the Royals. Could this happen? And they blew it. What would need to happen in order for the Yankees <laughs> to finish in the top of the East? Mm-hmm. They're gonna win the division and then play the A's first round. Is that possible? Yeah. Yeah. So they win the best record and they they get the best the record A's and the A's win. win the wild card game. A's win the wild card game. Okay, so that's what has to happen. Yeah. yeah. So so they could that's lose. That's ideal. Uh, that's like ideal situation for the Yankees to play the A's in the division round. Just because if it's, if if we're gonna if we're gonna fucking play them, let's at least have. Well, that's that's how always how it always would have been. I thought you just said we were going to play the Twins if they get top If seed. we don't have the top seed, we're playing the Twins. If we have the top seed, we're playing the winner of the wild card game, which is either the oh. the A's, the Indians, oh, or the so, Rays. All right, so, whatever. So, you're going to get a series. You're getting a series regardless of where you finish, all first right, or second. All right, whatever. All right. So, you're just so used to playing the wild card game, Chenz, that you think there's only one game. The all Yankees right. haven't won the, the division since 2012, since Jeter's last appearance in the wild, in the World Series, uh, World Series uh, playoffs. And that was when Abanez hit the two home runs against the Orioles. Oh, God. Yeah. That was that year. And then Jeter broke his ankle in, the, in game one against the Tigers. And that was it after that. I think they got swept in that series. But, um, yeah. But yeah, so they haven't won a division since 2012. Um, they can still clinch a division tonight if um, Tampa Bay loses. Um, in retrospect, I don't want to go in that way. You know, I'd rather... Tampa Bay win tonight and have the Yankees come out and beat the A's, the uh, the Angels tomorrow and clinch on their own terms. You know, I even though yeah, it don't matter. They're gonna clinch regardless of what happens. I just rather have us do it on our own terms. We don't need help. We haven't needed help all year. All of a sudden now we're asking for help for a team to lose. I don't agree with that. You know, going on your own freaking terms. But <clears throat> if if with all things considered. The playoff picture looks like this. Let's say the Yankees do get the number one seed. Now, I don't know what the tiebreaker is exactly, so I don't know if they would play a game 163 to see who would play the A's in a World Series in the wild card game. But with just looking at the last 10, let's just say Cleveland plays Oakland in the last um, in the wild card game. So then you have Cleveland versus Oakland. The winner plays the Yankees, and then you got Houston and the uh, and the Minnesota Twins playing Austin in the first round. So that's what the playoff picture looks like um, in the American League and the National League. The Dodgers would play the winner of the wild card game, 
Right now, Washington is has home field only up by a game, but they have they have home field. Um, looking at records, let's say, um, even though it's really hard to count out the Cubs because of who they are and who's on that team, uh, the Brewers. Let's say the Brewers win the wild card, so the uh, the the winner of that game, Washington and Bre the Brewers, would play the Dodgers, and in the other series, St. Louis would go to Atlanta. So. You know, that's look that's the playoff picture as of right now. Obviously we got two weeks. I think I said this last week, Matt, but I think it's you know so close I can say it again. We'll have a better idea of what happens um with the wild card next week. <laughs> True. True. So that's our baseball talk. Um wow, you know, uh one thing one last thing I do want to add is that, you know, CC made his last home regular season start at Yankee Stadium. It was a fun 10 years. Hopefully we can... He started his Yankee career with a World Series. Hopefully we can bookend it with a World Series. That would be nice. That would be Very nice. nice. Uh, before we transition into Champions League... Okay. Um, Hall of Famer? CeCe? 100%. It's not even close. He's not, is he a, no, he's not a first ballot Hall of Famer, though. No, 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 no. Okay. He, he'll get in, but... All right, yeah, I, I always forget about that uh, with the baseball thing. It's like... He's yeah. on the ballot for five years. Yeah, you could be you could be a Hall of Fame first ballot Hall of Famer receives a little bit more recognition, Prestige. I guess. Yeah, yeah. like Mo. Yeah. Well, unanimous. Yeah. <laughs> well Jeter's going in next year. Yeah, for sure. Is he unanimous? I don't think he is. No. Nope. I think he's no, gonna be like ninety eight percent. Yeah. They'll yeah. be like ninety I think he'll be like ninety eight percent. Yeah. So um if you wanna go make that phone call. Now would be a good time. That's exactly what I'm going to do. All right, so Puma's going to step away for, for a couple minutes while Matt and I kick around the soccer ball right, for a little bit. Have fun talking about your foot fairy. This is when we need like a, a soundboard for like a, a referee blowing the whistle and the bug and kicking and like cheering. Ooh. That would be a great segue. Ooh. All right, so uh, Champions League. Let me let me get Puma's uh, computer axe. I'm going to switch seats right now. I'm going to go into Puma chair. Oh wow! So this is what it looks like from wow. I'm in the I'm in the I'm in the cockpit. Yeah, cockpit. Oh my god! That's what you guys. The first thing you do is you put a Kenny voice on when you get in the cockpit. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just hope I don't fuck anything up here. Uh, I'm trying to go on go on Firefox. Um, oh boy. Yeah, hopefully that's. I don't even know if that's what he uses. Shit, it's going really slow. <laughs> oh, 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 we got we got action. We got action. Firefox is not currently saying your default browser. Yeah, no, that's okay. Anyway, Champions League started up yesterday, right? Tuesday, correct. Yeah. Uh, some some nice results, some big results, some disappointing results. Oh wow, he's back in. All right. Uh, Fruit of the poom. Can you um, can you pull up some uh, scores for me? Cause I, I didn't know that fire, oh. I know that oh fire, I didn't know that Firefox was gonna. I don't even use Firefox. You're supposed to use Chrome. <sighs> there you go. We got. You, there's no Chrome here. Yes, there is Chrome. It's my computer. Of course, there's Chrome. I've got the Firefox. I've got E. I got a shopping. Communists bag. don't use Chrome. I've got. Let me tell you the options. I've got Firefox. I've got the E. I've got a shopping bag, files, an envelope. 
Okay, so why don't you minimize the screens and look on the desktop? Why don't you put your fucking coveted Chrome on your goddamn dock and get rid of the Firefox? All right, Mr. Clean Up My Computer. To be fair, you shouldn't have Firefox. If you're using Chrome, there's no reason. Okay, when I had the... Well, no, no, no. No, when I had... When I had... When I first got the computer, I was an amateur, and I watched certain things on Firefox. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are we... Whoa. Oh, God, this shit. We got Matt watching blacklisted fucking shit. We got Puma watching, as he says, certain videos. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm not leverating at all. <laughs> okay. So, oh, honestly, God. this is very weird. I'm sitting on the opposite side of the table. Oh. I don't have a computer in front of me. This mic is too high. This is weird. All right. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty barren over there, right? We got nothing. We got a notebook. I got a an notebook. Un- an uncovered mic. Oh, God. It's, a it's like a... <laughs> it's a waste. Yeah, Puma's all professional over here. He's got, the, he's got the soundboard. He's got the fucking pen, paper. He's got his skull. He's got fucking... He even has a fucking coaster for his water bottle. Unbelievable. You gotta be nice. You can't leave a ring. All right, so... But yeah, it's like fucking Narnia over here. Champion, Champions League. Uh, we could talk about Atletico Madrid and Juventus. Don't jack it down. I can't even put my feet on the floor. Jesus. All right. I feel like a fucking munchkin sitting in this thing. Atletico Madrid and Juventus tied 2-2. Uh, they were Atletico Madrid was down 2-0 to Juventus. They came back and tied it. Obviously, Huh? They were at home. Yeah, at home too. And yeah. um, they came back and tied it up. You know, big result for them. Uh, not good signs for Juventus, I feel like. In my opinion, you should. I think, I think if you would have asked a Juve fan going into the game, would you be content with the draw? I think they would sign up for it. But the way that they drew, right. it's got to be very disappointing for right. a Juve fan. Yeah, great point. Great point. Uh, away. Especially with that goal. Did you see that goal Quadrado scored? Mano. Oof, oof. Great shot. How about fucking Ronaldo, though? Still, still killing it in Champions League. That's why he's considered one of the goats. I don't know if he is the goat. That's a debate for another day. That that that's gonna have to be a, a soccer exclusive podcast. Um, have fun with that. We have uh, Olympiacos and Tottenham two two two. <sighs> Fucking! I don't know why I thought Tottenham would like be productive. You know, get get that taste for the final and and want to do better and then just shit the bed like. Bro, you're killing my parlay. You're ruining my vibe. <laughs> Olympiacos should not be a, a that challenge for you. They go up two nothing, lose concentration. Again, they take the road point, but you gotta take three points if you're topping them. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. Uh, Bayern Munich taking care of business. Club Bruce Galatasaray zero zero. Don't give a fuck. Uh, locomotive being Leverkusen. That's kind of a big, big deal. Lever- on the road too. On the road. So, yeah. yeah. That's a huge, huge win. Leverkusen uh, is always like second or third in their group, yep. just depending on, on how the chips fall. So that's that's a big win for. Uh, is that the Juve Gosh, group? Is that Juve group? It is. So yeah. It's. I think that might be the group of death. But wow. Um, in my opinion, it's it's got to be uh, group. Uh, what was it? Group F. Who's in that's that? That's with uh, Inter, Barcelona, oh, Dortmund, yes. and Slavia Prague. Yeah, oh yeah. That is that was disappointing. I think that's the biggest disappointment from 
this first round. So yesterday, yesterday we got Inter, uh, Inter, Inter Milan. I mean, you want to talk about uh, you and I? You know, we'd say this often. We're fans of Italian league soccer. Serie A. Uh, you get a historic team like Inter Milan trying to trying to help resurge the uh, legitimacy of Italian soccer, and then you go out and you tie fucking Slavia Prague. Right. I mean, the guy was c- come on. Come on. That group, I remember that. The representative from Slavia Prague was he's like, we're going to get screwed. And we're going to have to go one nothing on the road in Inter with one of the best managers in the world and a totally revamped team. Yeah. And, and, and to credit, they should have taken three points. You know, it was a, a 90-second... Yeah, yeah. they had him on the ropes, the point. right? But. And that and that was off of a free kick, off of right. off of a of a deflected save, nonetheless, right? If I remember, uh, it was it was off the crossbar. Sensi Sen- uh, hit Sensi hit the crossbar. Then yeah. someone else shoot got saved. Oh, sorry, yeah, Sensi hit the crossbar right off of it, and then it popped out, and sen- and then Barella. Uh, you know, volleyed it and it hit off a defender and went in. Right. Um, so. so then we have Leon and, and Zenit tying 1 1. Uh, Ajax going up 3 nothing on Lille. Ajax, I showed you, I showed you guys. Whoo! I, I, might be more exciting than last year, dare I say. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, I don't know about that. Maybe more flair. Maybe more flair players. Got a lot of like wingers and, and attacking midfielders who, who are. Dribblers and 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 playmakers, but right. they, I don't know if you can really replace Delict and De Jong. Right. But exactly. Z- Ziyech is still there. Or you say how you pronounce his name? Zayich, Egyptian? Uh, no, he is Algerian. Oh, that's right, Algerian. Uh, oh, wait. um, Moroccan. Sorry. Moro- oh, that's it, Moroccan, Moroccan. Moroccan. Uh, Leipzig beating Benfica. Uh, the brand, Red Bull brand strong. Yeah. Uh, Borussia Dortmund tying nil-nil with uh, Barcelona. Huge for Dortmund. They could have taken three points, too. The, they uh, had penalty saves. That's their staying and still remains, Oh, that's right. Uh, in my opinion, the best in the world. Yeah. Saving penalties. Yeah, he's a beast. He's a beast. Uh, Valencia beating Chelsea one nothing. It's fucking Chelsea screwing. Again, screwed my parlay over. I <laughs> Barkley... They had a penalty at the end. Oh, what a what goes, an asshole! Oh, I'll take it. Yeah, I'll yeah, yeah, take yeah, it. yeah, 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 yeah. Meanwhile, you have the best PK taker on your team, Jorginho, being like, "Are you kidding me?" And then what does he do? Fucking skies it, the asshole. Yeah, he yeah he was nowhere close. It was horrible. Um, Red Bull Red Bull Salzburg. So your Red Bull your Red Bull boys doing doing work yesterday. Shouts to former Red Bull New York coach. Jesse Marsh being the first American manager ever to manage a Champions League game, and not just winning, winning in dominant fashion, just destroying gang. I mean that that kid they got up there, nineteen year old. Holy shit, he fucking Holland, yeah, he, he fucking crushed fresh, it. Fresh half uh, hat trick. Wow, nineteen years old, and Napoli getting the job done against Liverpool. Yeah, repeating last year, they they got the result uh, against Liverpool last year at home, and, and they followed up again this year. Uh, Napoli definitely was the better team. Adrian made some ridiculous saves to keep Liverpool in it, but uh, unfortunately, I don't know if you saw Robertson got some uh, abuse online for giving up the penalty that oh, caused sure. the uh, goal. And, and actually, Adrian, to his credit, got got a hand on it, just couldn't keep it out. But uh, 
Robertson actually deactivated the account after after the Ooh. game because it was just too bad. So, yikes! yikes. Um, you know they'll, they'll they'll survive. They're they're a good enough team. The defending champions. They'll be okay. Uh, then going back to today, the the, the games we didn't touch on: uh, PSG smoking Madrid three nothing. One of my friends uh, who claims to be a soccer. F- oh, you know Chris Chris Chun from uh, from Penn State. Big time. He likes soccer now, and he he really tries hard to like you know sound like he knows what he's talking about. I, I like to think that he's washed enough in the last few years where he kind of knows what he's saying. But he's also the kind of fan like whoever's hot now. That's kind of who he goes for. Um, right. He's a big Atletico Madrid fan. He's been so for a few years. But like he likes Liverpool. He likes uh, Barcelona. Not really Barcelona so much. Just the way they play. Anyway. Um, he's like, oh yeah, it's, uh, it's it's over for Zidane in in Madrid. He's done after this. I was like, how? Nah, we? I was like, no way. That's I go, take. PSG is the biggest fucking fraud team I've ever seen. I don't give a fuck if they if they just beat Real Madrid. They play in the worst of the Power Five leagues in the world, and they they win it every single year by by no doubt at all. But when it comes to Champions League, you have the names, and they don't do anything. It's not even like they get... If they got to the finals or the semifinals, okay, maybe I would respect them a little bit more. But they don't. So... I think they got to one semifinal once. If that... Or no, no. I, don't, I think the quarterfinals is the farthest they've gotten. Yeah, I think so. And they've had some heartbreaking losses. I know they had that uh, that Chelsea one where they lost an in injury time and, and completely just destroyed them. It's... They build this team for Champions League, like you mentioned, and it's just disappointing because they do have some great talent. They have Verratti, they got Marquinhos, they got Mbappe, Di Maria, who Mbappe. Mbappe. They, I mean, the list goes on. Neymar, if you know, now that he's finally playing there, they got Icardi now. Icardi, yeah. The the, the the team's very strong on paper. It's just getting them all to play together, and I think the problem also too is their manager that is there is always kind of on the hot seat because the owners want to see that win. They want to see they're they're tired of just winning. Yeah, but you know what? Won. For a team that that's hiring these high profile play, players, they're they're oh, the coaches aren't like household names, you know? Uh Emery was the coach before, right? Like 2 years ago, 3 years ago. Right. I don't think he was well, really He was there when they had that big meltdown against Barcelona. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um so I don't know, man. I I I'm not Sold with PSG at all? I, I don't really care for them at all. Love Mbappe. I hope he leaves and goes and plays in Spain or or England. But I think Spain would be better for him. Uh, True. Atalanta, the 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 sweethearts of the of the of the Champions League from Italy, getting smoked by Dynamo Zagreb for nothing. Disappointing. Disappointing for Italian soccer. D- disappointing. And, and, uh, Atalanta is a team that that does. Go down and, and they have the offensive capability and the team to kind of come back and they've done it a while in, in Serie A the past two years but they go on a road unfamiliar territory in, in Zagreb and shout to the Croatians. Oh yeah, but That's your boys. They uh, they weren't able to get it back after a slow first half and it's a lesson they'll learn. Uh, you know, obviously this team is, has never sniffed Champions League for a while, <laughs> yeah. so they'll they'll be I think better prepared in the in the second game that they have and, and Gasparini is a great manager that, that will be up yeah. for it and, and have them ready now it's in, it's going to be interesting for that for me at least to see if Atalanta can continue to produce at this level in Serie A are they going to be perennial contenders for Champions League 
or are they going to go back to their ways of being a uh, a youth factory for for Italy? Um, that, that's primarily what they've been. You know, they they are definitely regarded as, if not the best uh, team to tr- raise young players and develop young players. Um, they've been successful in the last few years, like you said. Manager is great. Uh, but is he great at developing the young guys and having them play well? Or is he great overall and where he's going to take this team and what he has and make them win no matter the circumstance? So definitely un- unfamiliar territory for them. I don't think they have the depth to endure the the kind of season that this is going to be for them. Um, but I hope that this extra cash flow for qualifying for Champions League can show up later down the line in in some higher quality players, maybe guys who are already established and can add another level to to their team while they're also developing the young guys. Right. So, anything else about Champions League you want to talk about? I have one thing. Puma's got something. Oh, okay. Always pass the ball to the Italians. Oh, my God. Not these days, bro. Yeah. Not these days. Uh, oh, Matt. So, so Matt, it's, it's, I'm going to give you a little uh, uneven ground, but uh, I'm going to give you on the way back. I'm going to give you a chance. I don't know if you're prepared for this, but I know that I, so I am also doing a fantasy Serie A league. Mm-hmm. I know that you you had a bone to pick with I don't know me or some of the people in my league about some of the auction prices of the players that we got. Right. Yeah, it was I got to go back to it, but the fact that someone had $77 <laughs> left over when you're supposed to use all of your money. Yeah. Just that not all right off the bat with the biggest glare of like what what is going on here. So the reason why I so I left myself with thirty dollars. Um, the reason why is because apparently we are allowed to use the money in the January transfer window, and when that time comes, it's really cutthroat because um, if everyone wants the same guy, it's really going to go to the guy who has the most money left over. But like you were saying, you want to use all your money so that you can get your your guys now. Um, right. Another thing is if if your player, if a player you picked gets sold in the January transfer window, you get half of the amount back to use in the January transfer window. So a lot of people were hesitant to buy to bid high on Jekko or who's another guy? Jekko's uh, not going anywhere. No, I don't think so either. I don't think so either. Um, there's someone else I forget, but. People were people were questioning how I how why I spent sixty dollars on Berardi, but like look what he's doing right now. He's killing All it. Alright, yeah, he got he got a good game in Roma. Two two good games. He scored two games two goals last game. I that's what I'm saying. He had a good game in Roma. And then he had uh he had he had three the game before. Or two right. games before. So yeah. It's it's going it's going well. We gotta try to do this with P Squad next year. Yes, definitely I agree. Uh, P Squad, I know you're listening. Let's get on it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's get on it. Um, all right, what do we got last, Puma? Check my list. Oh, you got that here. Fan ah, questions. The fan, uh, you know what? Let's come switch switch back. Puma. Switch back. Yeah, I need you. I need you in your element for to introduce our our fans. God, Jesus. So, so it's nice to be back. I, my, I'm up. My knees are in my face. I'm up from my nap. Jesus. Um, I was able to roll out on the foam roller while they talked about roll soccer, out. but um. But yeah, so um, our fan questions. Uh, Chen is going to be delivering our fan questions this no, week. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no. I am going to be delivering the fan questions this week. Um, 
Is there... Matt, I, do you do you have to leave? We got to finish with him. He goes, I'm hanging up now. Sorry, not feeling well. Wow, all right. So. Oh, shit. All right. All right, all so. Right, boom. We got this then. We got me and you. Me and you, man. Just like the old days. All right. Here we go. We're going to finish this episode strong. All right, fan question number one was, uh, who was it from? I don't know. You tell me. You're the one delivering it. You have the ones in front of you. What are the, who's, who gave it to me? But this is your this is your bit. You're taking it for now. <sighs> All right. Our first fan question comes from Steve. And the question is, how many chickens does it take to kill an elephant? How many chickens does it take to kill an elephant? Yeah. Um, is there an actual answer to this question or is it like No, I don't think so. Um, we gotta try to come to an agreement, I guess. Okay, so one chicken for each eye, so that's one. I chicken to clog the, the, the trunk. To clog the trunk? You go fly up the trunk. The chicken's gonna climb up the trunk. Well, no, no like like a cartoon. You know, you get no, stuck. No, well, in- it's not cartoon. It's real life. All right. Well, two t- one chicken per eye. Okay. Uh, I would say. F- a hundred chickens to pull down the tail. So you're at a hundred and two. Pull down the tail? Yeah, gotta get that motherfucker to the ground. Oh, pull him down by the tail. Yeah, pull him okay. on the tail. Okay. So um, it's a hundred a hundred chickens taking him down. Well, that's just on the tail and two on the eye. So a hundred and two, and then I would say fifty on each side with body shots. <laughs> so two. Where, where else are they gonna go? Two oh, headshots. Headshots. So I would say. 250 chickens. That's it? That's it. Fuck, man. I'm thinking like a thousand chickens. A thousand? Dude, it's not like the, the, the elephant's just going to stand there and take the abuse from the chickens. One one sweep of the fucking trunk like kills 30 chickens. Mm-hmm. If yeah, but they could fly, it, though. They could avoid that no, shit. No, they, they can't fly. They hover. Okay. Chickens can't fly away. They can hover away. But, dude, angry elephants, they start swinging that shit. I Dude, actually he start he starts stomping personally. Dude, he could squish those motherfuckers. Personally, I think it's a stupid question. I don't think it, it can happen. I think it can. I don't think it can. I think it can, but the right amount of chickens. You know who we should ask? Siri, because Matt's not here. No, Siri never answers these. Hey Siri, how many chickens does it take to kill an elephant? Sorry, I can't show the result to you while you're in the car. See, it doesn't even know you're not even... I'm not even in the car. Uh, that's why iPhone's better, bro. Your phone just thought you were driving. Who Who do you have? Who's your guy? Who's my guy? Yeah, when you say... I don't have a guy. Okay, you don't have a guy. I have at Google. Least, at I least say, I do. Okay, Google. And I got Google coming up. All right? Google's powerless. Here he is. How can I help? You can I'm do... I'm sorry. I lost track. Oh, it is a girl. Can you please rephrase that? Sure. Uh, okay, Google... Oh my god! I can't even fucking speak. <laughs> get the just, dick out just, of your mouth. Let's just get out of this thing. All right, fucking uh, <laughs> whatever you said before. The, the name Falco, Falco and then Tyreek Cohen. It's Tyreek. Oh, whatever. All right. So, uh, final answer for me: three thousand chickens. Oh, <laughs> right, now you know what? Let's say a thousand. Thousand. Right, it's a thousand. Lot. A thousand chickens. I'll just say a thousand with you. 
No, you had such a nice answer, man. 252. All right, 252 chickens. All right. Fine, whatever. Yes, there we go, 252. All right, so thanks, Steve, for sending that over. All right, what's question number two? Uh, I forgot it, because now my fucking group me. Get the group me. I wrote it down in there. My shit's not fucking loaded. Uh, I got, what's his name? The fat the fat guy. Comedian. What's his name? John Panette? No. Uh, Gabriel Iglesias? No, no. The guy you sent uh, in... in uh, Billy Madison, that is correct. Oh, um, Chris Farley. Chris Farley. Chris Farley. Fucking Lincoln. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, okay. Yes, this is a good one. I know Puma secretly likes animals. He's an animal guy. Big dog person. Uh, if animals could talk, which would be the rudest? The rudest? Yeah, this is good, man. How are you going to approach this? You going to think like a tough, badass animal is just a dick? Or cocky looking animal you know like prissy animal well a lot of the times the animals that are like mean in like cartoons you got Scar yep from the Lion King yep Lion Mm -hmm. the hyenas Mm -hmm. are the bad guys in the Lion King yep um a snake okay you know Jafar from Aladdin okay was a uh, was a cobra yep um Ursula Ursula from where? Who the fuck is Ursula? That <laughs> <laughs> threw him me. He was like, in his own yeah, Ursula. Little... Ursula's from George of the Jungle. No, er, Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. The bad girl, the bad person yeah, yeah, was she's Ursula. Like a, she's like a fucking like, octo woman. Mm-hmm. Um, what animal would be the rudest? I always think of the other commercial, the, the Bud Light commercial, the ability to talk to animals. The squirrel was just like, mind your own fucking business. <laughs> Uh, dogs wouldn't be mean. No, no way. You know who would be secretly mean? Would be conniving? Would be a cat. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. Um, I don't know. Rude. This is a good one. Stuff. Rude. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with like. I'm gonna stick to my Lion King roots and say like the hyenas. Hyena. Rude. Uh, hyena. Okay. Puma's saying, out of all the animals in the world. Hyenas would be the rudest. See, when I think rude, I'm thinking of an animal that rides solo. Doesn't want to be bothered. Doesn't want to socialize. So for me, hyenas doesn't make sense because they're they're pack guys. Well, yeah, they're pack guys, but they they you know. Hey, you do what you do. Uh, let's see, rudest for me, rudest. It's tough. I was gonna say cat, but I don't know if cat would be rude. Cats would just be fucking assholes. <laughs> uh, definitely not a dog, like you were saying. Snake? No, snake's like sneaky, you know? You know who would be rude? Because because they are so fucking smart and wise. Fucking owls. Owls? Yeah. Mr. Owl. Owl. How owls. Many, how many owls would be... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To get to the center of a Tootsie Pop. Yeah, you see what that fucker does? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Let's see. One, a two, a three. <laughs> and he fucking eats that shit. In one bite. The kid's like, the fuck happened to my lollipop? <laughs> fucking you want, you want crack, rude motherfucker. You want cracked teeth? Do it in three licks. Owl. I could see that. Owls are rude. I can see that. But they're smart as fuck. You know, you know what another, you know, thinking about it, another animal that might be rude is a, like, a chip, like a chimpanzee, like a monkey. They throw your they throw your shit at you. Yeah, but they're super smart. Yeah, but they're yeah exactly. Yeah, but they're like too smart. 
But they're they, hu- they're they human throw like. your own feet. They throw their own feces yeah, okay, at you. That's not bad. You know, what I'm thinking along the same lines as you. You know who would be rude? You know who is rude? No. Fucking. Oh, there's another good one. Raccoons. <sighs> Raccoons. Raccoons. They go into your dumpster. They have a party. They don't clean up after themselves. Mm. That's rude. You know who's also rude? Deers. Why? Because they just fucking run in front of your fucking car. No, deer just... I don't even know. Yeah, I, I know we're talking are. about family members here, but, about, but seriously. Right. <laughs> you always say that's good. Uh, you know who also is rude? Skunks. Yeah, they fucking smell. They're, fu- they're, they're fucking crop dusting everybody. <laughs> that's rude as fuck. And, and they're breaking into your shit. Mm. Uh, who else? What else? Who else would be rude? You know who would be rude because they just know they're the shit? And I mean, it's a mythical creature, but a dragon. Yeah, I think a dragon would be rude. How about a moose? No, I don't think so. Yeah? I don't think so. The moose is the main animal of Canada. Canada are nice people. So yeah, They're like, you like, don't hear about mooses. You know, you know what I mean? Because we don't live in an area where you see mooses. Yeah, but like, yeah, you always forget. I always forget about the moose. You know, I think another, I think squirrels would be assholes. Nah. That's nah. if you steal their nuts. No, you know what? Like squirrels, squirrels are like the uh, drink the drinkers of the fucking animal kingdom. I feel like they're just <laughs> they're always fucking frantic. Just like the fucking like, squirrel and the fucking ice age that just goes after the right, right. the fucking acorn. Right, right, right. Uh, Sid the sloth. Uh, any other ones? Oh, that's it. Oh, uh, hold on, a second here. I just something just popped up on on. Baseball Network, and we didn't get to talk about fucking Dylan Batanzas is back on the DL. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, the guy comes back, he looks sharp, and all of a sudden he partially tears, tears his his Achilles tendon. <sighs> yeah, I don't, I don't that, get it. That hurts his contract value because he's a free agent this year. Yikes. He'll be back with the Yankees. Yeah. Right, but we, we, done with the, we done with the animals? Yeah, I think we named a ton. Hyena? I'll take hyena still. I'm going, who am I going? Owl. Owl. Who asked Owl. that question? Oh fuck! I never, I never got to that. That was our uh, fan, Rosie. Rosie from Florida. Rosie. Rosie from Florida. Thank from, you, Rosie. Uh, from um, fuck, begins with an S. I don't know. Can't really read my handwriting now. It's all gibberish. Whatever. All right. And last question was actually uh, a question I I pulled up because I, I wanted to talk about it. And we ended up talking about it. But uh, it was do the Giants entertaining the possibility of trading Eli, and you're you're saying no. I don't think so. Um, I was saying Steelers should try to give him a call, but didn't they sign somebody else anyway? The Steelers? Yeah. Um, I haven't really seen anything. I think they got a backup for. Um... Well, so well here here's a good question that we didn't talk about, and yeah. it's something that you know, Martin Luther King the third came out and said that. We people should boycott the NFL until Colin Kaepernick is signed. So Kaepernick's agent reached out to the Steelers, the Saints, the Jaguars, and the Jets, and none of them were interested in his services. Apparently, he's been working out five days a week, three times a day. He's, you know, the whole spiel. He's in the best shape of his life, whatever. Do you think the NFL should stop whiteballing Colin Kaepernick? Do you think Colin Kaepernick can be an NFL quarterback, at least a backup? I mean, how long has it been now? The last game he played in was a 2017 NFC Championship game. Is that recent? Yeah, 2017. It's been three years. Because he played in January in the playoffs. Oh, okay. So the 2016 season. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, do I think he could be an NFL quarterback? I think so. Maybe. I mean, he really wasn't that good at the end of the at end at at the end of his quote unquote career. Yeah, he's not retired yet. He can still can play. But he wasn't good under Chip Kelly. And yeah, he, Chip that Kelly, was, that was a mess. Yeah, but Chip Kelly's offense, though, with his type of game, that he was a runner. Yeah, he was a you mess. Know, he's a mess. Out of pocket passer, fast pace. Uh, it's not, you know, he's not doing it, man. He's not even doing it. He's not even doing it in college anymore. Chip Kelly, that 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 whole fucking phase, it's gone. It's gone. Get that out. Get rid of it. It's done. You know, I, like I said, I don't know. I don't think he's. It's at the point where he's being white balled. I think that's a little nuts. You know. I that you I don't know, even know what that means. Meaning like he's they're not playing him, they're not signing him because of the whole national anthem thing. And I think that it was discru- it was gross that whole thing. You know, I don't think you should, you know, we watch sports and we are fans to get away from what's going on for a couple hours, and the last thing I need is political shit thrown into my sports. But you know that's why people aren't signing him because of the the image he carries with the whole kneeling the whole yeah everything well so you know are they not signing him for that reason i don't know you know i mean if you think about it though in retrospect i feel for the guy because michael vick i don't michael vick who killed dogs and was dog uh, you know let a dog ring was given a second chance why shouldn't this guy get a second chance? I don't feel bad for him because of what he did. And I'm like, oh, fuck him for doing that. I don't feel bad for him because he he made it very clear that he believed in something so strongly. He was going to do it no matter the consequence. Well, here's the consequence. I mean, so he, now, he made his bed. Right. Exactly. Does it suck? Yeah. You know what? I, I hope he gets a second chance. Like, Because like you said, like people... People have gotten second chances doing a lot worse. You know, there are a lot of people who, like Kareem Hunt, he's got a second chance. Oh, don't don't even go. Please. We're coming to the end of the episode. I, I don't want to start talking about those fucking guys. You know? My all, just, those, my, all those guys. Please. I, I my, wanna, point, my point is, is that... I hear you. I agree. He I deserves agree. a second chance. I agree. Whether I agree with his politics or not, he deserves a second you chance. You have to give credit to somebody who stands for what they believe in. Um... But then use it as a crutch to say why and go he, after the he NFL. He definitely could have done it in a different way, but I think he could, if he did it off the field, he did. He'd it, still be. Playing. He did it in the way he felt best. He stuck to it, and he wrote it out like you said. He made his bed. Now he's sleeping in it. Well, maybe he'll stay sleeping in it for the rest of his career. That'll have to wait. Maybe we get an update next week for the podcast. Maybe until then. Uh, it has been episode 23 of Who Do You Think You Are? I Am. Puma, you want to sign off real quick before I do? Yeah. I mean, it was a very all-over-the-place episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And um, we look forward to coming back on next week. For Matt, uh, hopefully hopefully he feels better. I am Chenz. Good to be back. Good to be back on our bullshit. Talking about whatever the fuck we want, however we want. And just guys being dudes. Until next week. Peace out. Later.
keep away from a run around sewer, yeah. Oh, my little lips and a smile on her face. The touch of our hand and this girl's one embrace. So if you don't want to cry like I do, uh, I'll keep away from a run around sewer. Whoa. 